Welcome to On the Table, a podcast about board games, card games, and tabletop war games. So welcome back to On the Table Gaming. Uh, I'm Chase. Josh, hey, everybody. <laughs> and uh, we're talking today with the uh, the creators of the the premier Song of Ice and Fire list building website, uh, songoficeandfirebuilder.com. And so it's Frank Albanesis and Mark Albanesis. So welcome to the podcast. Oh, hey. hey. How's it going? So we thought we'd just start off by asking you guys some uh, some general questions about you know your background in gaming, and then kind of work into t- to some of the details about you know how you built the site and and how it's doing and things you're looking forward in the future. So starting off, you know what, what's your what's your gaming background? Mark, why don't you go first? Yeah, sure. Um, honestly, neither of us really have a war gaming background. Uh, we both played X Wing a lot. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Love I X-Men. had a feeling in my heart. That you <laughs> Love X Men until I dumped it all a while back um, <laughs> to buy this. There we go. So uh, we played that a lot. We played uh, a lot of Magic together. We played a lot of tabletop RPG type stuff. You know, nothing, nothing special. Yeah, we, we a play of... a lot of video games. Mark plays more board games than I do, but I do tend to do a lot of D and D. That's kind of my thing. Oh, nice. All right. So you guys are brothers then. Yeah. And uh, yeah. is it a, is it a wide age difference? Like have you guys been able to play games together for most of your lives or Yeah. Yeah. But Mark years. is a f- yeah, Mark's a few years older. Oh, okay. So I've got a, I've got a sister who's 7 years younger, so it was never a, an easy an even match. So I couldn't quite get her into the wargaming uh yeah, uh, field. So so how did you guys hear about A Song of Ice and Fire, the miniatures game? Um, well, I have a Kickstarter problem. Uh, it does. So <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I love uh, the universe, and I own a few Come On games, so I, I, I just saw it, and I, I tried to get a few friends into it, decided to get into it, and uh, I, I dragged Frank in when I started putting uh, putting together the list builder spreadsheet. So Okay, so you were the, the early adopter here. Yeah. Well, Mark came to me. Okay, so he had, you actually asked me like twice before I agreed to like be a part of a project, right? I yeah. originally didn't want to do anything. Because... Um, <laughs> Mark had been working, I think there's a few people working on like an Excel spreadsheet or like a Google sheet that did a lot of what the list building could do. And so he came to me, he's like, let's make this a website. Let's do Let's do the thing. And I'm like, it's fine as an Excel sheet. It's fine. I vividly remember when it shifted. I remember using yeah. the Excel sheet and then having your thing and being like, oh my God, like this is well, what's possible. Like <laughs> The Excel sheet requires you to actually download a copy. And a lot of people confused about that because I kept trying to edit my copy. Yep. And so this made it a lot easier. <laughs> I yeah. was one of those people confused by that, by the way. <laughs> oh, great, great. Yeah, I was like, so I don't know what's going on? There was like one night where I agreed to come help, and so I, I remember, like, I don't know anything about this game, and like, I came over on like a Friday after work, and then Mark sat me down. And I was like, "All right, so here are the rules of the game. <laughs> Here's how like the armies are built. Here's all this stuff." And so like, I basically and like, I had to learn. The, like, I don't know. I I wasn't really ever into it, so it was weird learning it and making a tool for it at the same time. Oh, okay, yeah. Had, had yeah. you made, like, list builders for other games? No. Uh, no. I mean, I'm a web developer by trade. Like, like this is my profession, so, like, making a thing isn't that difficult. Like, I, I have all the means to make it, and I know how it would work, but, like, understanding the rules of the game and then how that is best like to match a user's mental model of how an army is built was an interesting challenge. Cause I think some of even like the first or version of the site, um, which you guys might remember was like a little bit more like Excel. You yeah. know, like it was like, it was like a little bit more drop downs and like pick stuff. And, you know, you build this list over time and like the newer version sort of like 
changes the way you think about the army building and is a little bit more card and like image forward now. I think that's one of the things I like most about it is that you can one when you put like a, a character in as an attachment or as a commander, it's gonna like you know if you put an Edward as your commander, it'll open up the yeah you know, the, his unit. And then I like that when you hover over a commander or an attachment like you know or NCU, you know you can see tactics cards and and they're associated. Yeah. Every time I make a change, I have to go to Mark and be like, does this make sense? Is this what <laughs> people do in the game? So it it was saying... interesting because while he was learning how to play the game, like I had to learn because I would do, I do like, I do most of the image updates and things yeah. like that. And I had to kind of learn how to use Git and like version control and stuff like that while oh, he yeah. was learning the game. Mark so. learned to program. So, so Mark's the official, like the rubber stamp on everything. So if there's any mistakes, we, we got to complain to Mark and be like, well, come on, Mark, what? Yeah. I'm the one who answers the emails. Yeah. I've had them. <laughs> He's the one on the email. Yeah, I, I like not talking to people unless it's something I need to do. So, He's been the shield. Have there been some, you know, unusual emails or... Not really. I mean, no. everyone's been pretty helpful. Like, I just okay. had someone send me um, a lot of Night's Watch uh, images, and yeah. they should be on the site by the time you hear this, so everyone's been pretty helpful there's been a few requests where it's just things that we don't necessarily need to add things like that a lot of people want certain features and we don't think they're necessarily as widespread of features yeah or sometimes you have to like distill what they're asking for to something that makes more sense and maybe is more generic like we recently added the like unreleased tag on some cards which i think is like covers a lot of what some people were concerned about with like some of the data not being necessarily live or current so maybe that'll help so, you know, as uh, you know, we're doing content creation on our side here and you guys are sort of maintaining the site and updating it and, and you guys are doing it in a really timely manner. You know, wh- how many hours would you say you've put into this <laughs> this project? A lot. Frank put Mark. the vast majority of the upfront hours into this. So, I mean, the original site, probably not a ton, maybe like 10 to 20, mm-hmm. you know, the original site. And then after that, when I saw that the like site was gaining traction and that people were using it, that was pretty exciting, um, which was enough motivation for me, which was kind of the plan all along was like, is this thing actually going to get used? Like, is it a thing worth investing my time in? Um, and it does. They're, the people, like we were talking a little bit about like people and requests and stuff, but like, man, on the whole, the people that are playing this game right now are like really, really friendly and really supportive. It's actually really cool. It's um, a good community so far. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We, I think we um, see that on our end too. Yeah, so I mean, it was worth it to invest more time. And at this point, I mean, the second site probably took me two to three times as long, because uh, that's like when I started actually like adding, you know, database stuff. The army validations are a lot more thorough now, and not just like one-offs on each card. It it there's a better system there, um, and like the UI is a little bit better, you know, like the images and all that. So like it took it took a while to figure that out. Oh, it looks absolutely gorgeous, though. I mean, I mean, it really Thanks. is amazing. Uh, there's things I wish were better, but I think it's actually like working pretty good. So, you know, is that other things that you have in mind for the future of the site or things that you're, you're happy with now, but maybe would change if you had more time? I think that the usage in the like profiles and saving armies and stuff, it's hard to tell how much that's actually getting used. Do you guys like store profiles and armies? I do. I mean, I have really only like two main lists here stored. Sure. Right now, but <laughs> yeah. I think I can tell you Chase has got one army that he's been playing. Hey, like, hey. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like to hyper focus on like one build yeah. and like play the heck out of it and then be like, okay, maybe I'm going to switch like this three points of the whole list and yeah. then uh, and then see from there. 
Um, Which is probably a typical use case. You know, like most people probably don't even have that many units yet. Yeah, I, I think that's... Exactly. There's going to be a lot more units coming out. And when that happens, I think that profile could get a lot more use. Maybe. I mean, um, I mean I'm really looking ahead. forward to making some sample... I mean, I've really been mostly playing House Lannister, but I'm really looking forward to making some sample lists for Night's, Night's Watch, Free Folk. And, uh, you know, we have that option now. Um, yeah. And even though you have some units that, like, images are currently unavailable, like, you can still add them into yep. your army. And so, you know... I think it's just a matter of time to sit down and really start planning out what are these new released units going to look like in in future content. So one thing I'm thinking about adding is, and this would be a slight change to some, it would take a little bit of time to figure out, but like saving armies without a profile is a potential thing. So like maybe someone who doesn't necessarily want to sign up or put their email on the thing, they could still save a link to their army. Um, that's That's a possibility. Would there be any reason to sign up then if you could just do that though? Because then you wouldn't be able to, archive them all to one place you yeah, wouldn't right. uh, you'd oh, have to like you. manage that on your own okay hmm. I, I i gotta say from my side i love the i love the app and i use it a lot for like theory crafting for you know I, okay i want to you know throw these couple units or this uh, you know uh, attachment in you know and it just it makes things so much easier than just looking at a giant pile of cards and you know trying yeah. to remember how much everything costs yeah well, there was someone That's... online that commented that like well i don't need a builder i just do everything in my head I was like, that certainly does not work for me, especially when I'm trying like, to <laughs> tweak things. I mean, yeah. more power to them if they can do it that way, but I, I can't. Yeah, like I wanted to make a thing where someone could go to a game store and like pull up on their phone what the, what it was they wanted to play. Because like there is like, you know, eight or nine things to remember there, maybe which attachment went to what. You know, like I've played enough X-Wing and Magic and stuff. Like it's nice to be able to pull that sort of information up at the time you need it. X-Wing in particular, I think, you know, th once that game got to a certain level of releases where there was so much stuff and so many different attachment options for every single slot, you know, it, it just gets even more increasingly important to have something like this tool to be able to uh, make it really easy to throw something together. Yeah, I think, um, you know, right now what's really nice is that if I need to share a list, I can just copy the clipboard, paste it in a, in a document yeah. and print out and have a rather well-formatted list right there. So do you, who are you sharing lists with? I'm going to turn this into an interview. There you. we go. Well, I mean, I mean, just <laughs> really, if, if you're just showing anyone you're playing with, I mean. Yeah, but do you mean like physically when you like go to play, you like having your list printed out? Well, I, I come from like a War Machine and I'm playing for okay. Star Wars Legion. And uh, for War Machine, you would always bring two lists. And then when you play, you both share your list. And then you decide, okay, out of the two I brought, out of the two he brought, you know, we, you pick one to play. And so it's sort of like a mini game in itself for that. Oh, interesting. Um, and for Legion, I, I just think it's like, you know, polite to be like, here's what I'm playing. Uh, now, this yeah. game doesn't have as many little doodads that are being tweaked and added on to individual units. Um, yeah. But I haven't actually been to a tournament. I'm hoping to get down to PAX Unplugged to play some games. And I'm assuming that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring some printed out things from a Song of Ice and Fire builder to give to <laughs> the people I'm playing with and say, here's what I've got. Um, and so it's interesting when you say, yeah, totally. I mean, someone posted a picture of, the, of a printed out sheet. And that was the first time I'd, I'd ever seen anyone print out the list. And I'm like, whoa, that was cool. <laughs> I made a thing. print. <laughs> It's interesting hearing you say like using the words like share and stuff because like you know you could technically share a link to your army so it's it's interesting to know the context of like do you, are you sharing the printout with someone physically are you sharing it like sending the text of the list digitally that that's all oh interesting I usually yeah. just copy the 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 you know the actual text of the you know because it puts the thing together at the bottom I just yeah. end up yeah I mean I'm I'm sending it to Chase because I'm just right. gonna like let him know <laughs> on Saturday I'm playing this. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's actually one of the benefits of maybe having the links to armies, even if you're not saving your profile, because that would be maybe attached to the bottom of the copy to clipboard link. Um, And then someone else could go there from that. So even if it wasn't helpful to you. Yeah, that's interesting. Long term, would you ever be interested in doing anything like tournament results tracking with like, you know, like watching the meta with this tool? Or We discussed that a little bit. And it's one of those things, once that kind of evolves... And you have more people tracking it or you have come on yeah. tracking it or something. And when we, once we have like a valid source for those results, I think that would be a good thing to have. Yeah, it's like it's tough to do like user entered tracking. It, it doesn't really work in a lot of different ways. Yeah, right. Um, one of the inspirations for a lot of the design choices of this site was mtggoldfish.com, which I use a ton for magic. But like they, I, draw, I drew some inspiration from that for like the hover you know, stuff, which also that could be better looking, but it works. It's functional. And then like they do uh, have some like metagame breakdowns and stuff. But, you know, Magic's such a complicated game that like it, this is sort of far away from that. Yeah, give it time, like, right? With, with a 60 card deck, there's so many more choices as far as what you're taking. Right. And then like of... hundreds of cards per set, you know, and like the armies can be so different or, you know, decks, not armies. So as far as you, have you been able to get games of A Song of Ice and Fire, you know, going or has it mostly been having to work on the website? Like, do you get to play against each other frequently or... I don't think we, the two of us, have played against each other in a, in a few weeks. We we played a while back, but I think but, we've only uh, played against each other twice, maybe three times. Yeah, maybe three times. Um, wow. I did play at Gen Con. I played in the tournaments down there, and um, we've got I've gotten some games going locally and started a, a group in St. Louis. So if anyone's hearing this from St. Louis, look for us. Um, for yeah, the record, it, I've beat Mark three times. Oh, okay. So this this is the big <laughs> this is the important question then. Okay. What faction <laughs> okay. do you like to play? So we're playing this weekend, huh? Is this what's going on? Like, no, I'm keeping my record. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've been playing Lannister. Yes. Mostly, all right. Uh, mostly that was based on Mark wanting to test. Um, For the record. <laughs> The three he beat me was me testing a list from Gen Con where I'd yeah. be restricted to the Starbucks and someone likes crossbows. So. Yeah. Uh, and so like <laughs> Well, I guess I guess in that case I I'm gonna use that same thing. I think I think I'm undefeated except for games in which I was trying stuff out. That must be that must be what's yeah, happening. Same. Is that is that how that works, Josh? Yeah, exactly. I don't know about that. <laughs> I won all the games I was really trying. It's uh, you know. Yeah. It has oh, been really yeah. cool, even just, I, I mean, this is still, like, we're only, like, 5% of the way through figuring out, like, what's good in the game, I guess, but I am really interested in, like, metagames, and it's interesting seeing, like, what has become good, and, like, how do people talk about different cards and abilities in the community since the game is launched, you know, like, there's, like, I think there's abilities that weren't, like, as cool before the game launched, and now that people are playing it, people are like, oh, wow, this is really powerful. I mean... The, the crazy thing about that is just as often as I see someone say Lannister is overpowered, I see someone yeah. say Stark's overpowered. Yeah. It's so, totally which I think both ways. I think it's just people learning how to play against each other where neither is really overpowered. Yeah, right. That's a, that's a good sign. When you have alternating this side's better than this side, that usually means things are balanced out pretty well. I agree. <laughs> uh, are there any... Con tournament-like. Yeah, are there are there any things that you guys are like really looking forward to, uh, you know, coming out in the future for this game? Particular units you're looking for, or new factions? Oh, I want to play with giants. Oh, that said, <laughs> I think my my go to when it comes out, or, or what I'm excited to see, what they do with is Baratheon. Um, I really want to see that. I I don't honestly pay attention. That much. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny is when new stuff comes out, my my perspective for learning about new units is so much in the data. Uh, 
like the data characterization of those units. Like when I was uh, when I was inputting the free throw. Uh, units there was one that was a monster uh which one is it mark giants the giant yeah, yeah the giant is a monster and i looked at it all right i sent him a message I'm like are you sure this is a monster the only monsters so far have been wolves and those have been not selectable units you know those are attached by default you know and he's like no it's a it's a monster <laughs> and, and you can select it and so, so like that was like an interesting moment so wait how does uh how does the 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 prefix or the 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 category of monster affect the builder? I'm just looking at these cards, sure. trying to figure out. So each combat unit, this actually took a lot to figure out. Like there's types, right? There's like each combat unit has a combat unit type, and they're all monster infantry. Uh, here I have the list. I have the cavalry. You cavalry and war machine. Oh, war machine. Um, and so infantry and cavalry have their own attachments, right? So it's important to know which type of combat unit it is to show you which available options there are. Man, this is there's so much more to this than I would even have understood at first. I know, well, we also, like it looks really simple, and there's so much stuff going on. Yeah, like we, for example, we also had to like add an attack for solo units because while the mountain uh, has its own solo unit, uh, and he's a cavalry, uh-huh. I believe he yeah. he's his own tray. He can't have an attachment. Yeah, every unit in our system has a tag of is solo. <laughs> uh nope and then some of the really weird stuff are like man there's so many weird cases like reek is a weird case jamie lannister That's is a right, weird yep. case for the builder uh there's like all the wolves like i have to like know when a certain unit gets attached should it cascade and attach another unit you know there's like a lot of little things like that so are you able on your end to see like how many lists are being built with certain units I haven't thought about it like that. Like but like, that would be interesting to do. Like Lannister yeah. Guardsmen are taking being taken like eighty six percent of the time or something. Yeah, I mean it would all be in the context of my you know own small data set there. But yeah, we could do stuff like that. Oh man, that might be really interesting actually just to have a, a uh, you know you have an army builder about profile, like one other tab that had stats. Just like stats. Literally, there's last week I tr- started a stats page and then I got frustrated and deleted it. Yeah, it's, it's, so, a, it's easy for me to say this when it's like, yeah, you yeah. Know, think about another like 60 hours of work and uh, maybe, uh, maybe I can have a pretty uh, I mean, good. the hard parts are over. That, that's not too far off, but I, I, I'm interested in that because I like that kind of stuff. So I, I'll probably get there eventually. Tell we also talked you. about uh, adding a, a thank you page. So oh, I don't think yeah. we're going to do that because we've had a lot of people contribute either. Uh, you know, information or pictures. We've had some donations. I mean, people have been really helpful. Yeah, people are awesome. Well, I mean, and that kind of brings up a, a good point here, even just in the subject of being, you know, thank you. You know, how can the community help support you guys going forward? I, I'm, I don't really like using the word donation, if that makes sense. Like, I, I try to avoid using that on the websites I make because it's like, I don't necessarily need um, your money. Like, don't make this a thing. Like, it's not like a charity, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you show appreciation and want to buy us a beer, which is what I think a lot of the, People who, that's how, it's been easy to phrase it, buy us a beer, which is mm-hmm. great. People have been really helpful about that. That's the other cool. big thing. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, the other big thing is if you look at all those blank pictures on our site, yeah. it says, you know, we don't have this image yet, but please send it to us at this uh, email address. If you have any information that we don't have, we're happy to use it. Just send it to us. Yeah. Um, one interesting project that would be really cool for someone else to take the reins on is like, I think the images could become way better quality. Um, just in general, like like really good scans of these things would make a lot of different projects a lot better, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's something that I'm sure we can get people working on that. And you're looking Yeah, it's a lot of work. Now is it the are you looking for just new units coming out for scans? 
Or are there... Probably all units at this point, especially if they were consistent. Hmm. We we scanned... I mean, I scanned some of them on my junky $20 homemade or yeah. home scanner that uh, that needed to be scanned. But most of the stuff we have is still from the Kickstarter. Yeah. It's something that I plan to do quality. eventually, but it's just it's a lot of work when it's not something that's necessarily needed right now. Mm-hmm. Well, so. I also think it's just hard to scan things well. Like, I, I mean... Have, I, it, it's a lot of work. Have you thought about maybe reaching out to Cool Mini or not and seeing if they could just send you the art directly? Maybe. Because, I mean, really, as far as, like, supporting the game, I mean, you have, like, a, a crucial instrument for playing it. Yeah. Hey, come on. If you're listening and you want to be buds, let's, let's do this. <laughs> hey, you joke, but, I mean, they, they've been super helpful with things, and I feel like yeah. they might actually uh, take you up on that. Yeah, they have been very friendly uh, in the few interactions we've had. Like, very, really early on in the List Builder uh, website development, I, I remember asking one of the uh, employees, like, hey, like this is what I'm planning to do. Uh, are, like, are you guys planning on making something like this? Uh, and then someone said, yeah, we think we're going to do it eventually, but I, I don't think... I don't think it's happening, but maybe. That's all the interaction I've had with them. <laughs> well, I think okay. that like we've filled the gap pretty pretty good so far. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if they... If I were them, I wouldn't necessarily feel like I'd have to make a new thing yet. So, I don't know. Plus, we've cornered the market at this point, so... I, I mean, right. You certainly have. Um... Corner. Uh, I was just going to say, like, uh, I think this is an interesting stat. Like, in terms of the amount of users we get, it's like 140 unique users a day. So like, wow. oh, you think, okay, that's good that you think that's a lot. Because I feel like <laughs> I worry that, uh, well, I mean, this game is so new. Um, yeah. And I just feel like, you know, we're really in the infancy. I don't really see this game picking up until there's like a few more faction sets out. Like I think having the the Free Folk and the Night's Watch is going to make this game a lot more appealing to new players. Yeah. So it's not just like a kind of a board game that has some options. Like to see that there are actual armies out there and it's more of a developed <laughs> game. That you like, because you with a war game you invest a lot of money and time, and you want to be sure that this is like a thing. Yeah. So about 140 a day. Yeah, I can actually see what army someone's looking at right now. I mean, it, that's <laughs> neat. <laughs> There's five users right now, and someone's making an army called Zerker. His name his name on the thing is Graph C. Hi Graph C. Thank you for using the site. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually been really cool watching the graph of usage go up over the course of it. Like, I feel like it's maybe analogous to the game itself, kind of. Um, Because really early on, when we first released it, um, we got, like, I think up to, like, 170 or so. And then it went down, like, like for a long time in the middle there, when the game was still not yet released, it was, like, 90 a day. And then on days that we've, like, shared it, like, for instance, when we updated it with the Night's Watch and stuff, it went up to, I think we had 260 users that day when Mark did, like, the big post on Facebook about it. That was pretty cool. So... Like, it is neat to see these spikes and, like, what caused it. I was going to say, it, was, it seems like the people are definitely interested in the new factions and starting to play around with those now that we know, you know, what they can do, starting to think about them and, and how they're going to build out their list. What they need to do is they need to put out, as soon as they put out dragons, it'll, it'll explode. Oh, those will be <laughs> oh, are you monsters. Kidding me? Uh, Targaryens, I feel like <laughs> they, those will be monsters, yes. Uh, it's got to be babies. You know, <laughs> It'd be like a one-unit army, right? If it was like a just one, it has just to be baby one. dragons. It maybe maybe the main dragons can be like cards that do something, but it has to be baby just dragons. Dr- direct I wonder if they could do like, yeah, cone damage with fire. Ooh, that'd be weird. That would be. 
I figure like they're probably gonna have some you know tactic cards that are just like you take you know two d six damage or something horrendous or or two d six hits or maybe a d six hits two d six might be. <laughs> might be I mean, you could probably do something like anything short range within your firing arc takes like a smaller amount of damage. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's been interesting too. I don't know uh, for our YouTube channel. Uh, it's been interesting to look at some of the, t- the statistics to see like what the age range is, for example. Oh yeah. So for us, it's 88.8% 25 to 35 year olds. And then there's 11%, 11.2% 35 to 44. So definitely this game skews high, uh, you know, a little bit older range. Well, Wait, what was your highest range? I'm looking at uh, mine now. 30, <laughs> 35 to 44. My highest range is 35 to 34. Or 25 to 34. Oh, wait, how, how young does yours go? Uh, 18 to 24. I have 0% 18 to 24-year-olds that have viewed my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> so must be... Uh... I must be doing something wrong. I'm not I'm not hip enough or something. We have some 65 plus users. That's pretty dope. <laughs> that is. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I think it's also great just to see, you know, it's going to be cool to see those statistics as they grow, as the community grows. I do wonder if this IP is just going to always trend older because it's based on a series of books and then based on a and then also as a tv series that might be for like an older audience well i think the other thing about the audience is that it's while it's not a as war games go it's pretty cheap to get into but it's also not like buying a board game for 40 dollars, right you know and you when you get to that 25 to 35 you're starting to get people who you know they've established themselves and maybe they're making a little more money can afford it that's yeah that's true that's true so yeah i don't know i'm hoping I'm hoping to see the community was, grow and, uh, you know, hopefully we see continued 140 new people to your website for a long time to come here. Oh, I get excited when I get one person even in my game store to buy it. You know, it, it just starts to roll. Um, one more interesting stat. I'm sorry if this is boring to anyone else but me, <laughs> but uh, one more interesting stat is the session duration um, is like two minutes and 20 seconds, which is actually like super high for a website. Like the average time anyone spends on a website is like six seconds or less. And so we get like a pretty cool engagement because it's neat making a tool where like people actually sit down and kind of use it and like build a thing. It's kind of neat. I was going to say, uh, I was wondering what the retail presence is like uh, where you guys are, because I, I the couple of the game stores that we have around here, I mean, they, I've asked them about it and they haven't had it in stock, but they're like interested in kind of knowing more about it. Curious, like you know, what thing, what things are like over where you guys are. So uh, the the game shop closest to me, Game Night, sounds like they they want to get interested in it. Um, there's uh, a couple of people who work there that are interested in it, um, but they're they're stocking it. But I think they're being very cautious until they see. Um, other people getting into it. Now that said, you know, the the person I just did a learn to play with up there just bought it. So you know, maybe as that starts to roll, they'll continue stock it because I know they want to do game night kits and things like that. That's going to be a key is getting people like you know doing some demo nights and stuff like that. Getting because I think the Kickstarter fulfilled a lot of the early sort of uh, you know need yeah. for the game. But then if we want to keep it going on a retail level, like you know the people who got the Kickstarter need to you know show other people the game because if it's not on the shelf somewhere and nobody's seeing it, then, you know, it's going to be harder for people to find. Well, that's the thing I think people need to remember is that like the only way this is going to get big, if you, if you go out there and play it and you kind of put yourself out there and say, Hey, I'll teach you the game. You know, we've got to get it rolling somehow. And, and that's, I think that's what I, that's what I've been trying to do in our area is just uh, post, you know, every week or so say, Hey, anyone want to learn it? So. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm going to try to go down to PAX unplugged in Philadelphia in, uh, the end of November. And uh, I guess there's going to be some, some games going. I know some people on the Facebook group have talked about how they want to be, you know, running games. There'll be some open play. I'm hoping there's going to be a big presence and 
you know, we can make a make a little bit of a splash there. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember the first time I saw like X-Wing on a table and that was kind of what sold me. It was just like, that looks sick. And then, you know, I think this is that same kind of game where you, people are going to start seeing it, start to, you know, uh, watch the, the units move around and go, that looks pretty, pretty good. Who, uh, who organizes? Oh, man, the paintings on that Facebook page are insane. Yeah. Who organizes the events at like PAX Unplugged? Uh, I'm not sure. There's actually been a few people. Uh, I've started to get some some Facebook messages from people that have been saying they'll be there or they will be okay. uh, organizing some things. I'm a little bit unclear if they are official employees or they're like helping out in some you know secondary manner. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's another a good question. Like having like an easy access point for the community to be like, who who do we look to to find this information from? Like, who are the community leaders, you know, from the from Cool Mini or not, that we can be, you know, kind of interfacing with to find this information out? That that might be helpful going forward. Yeah. Okay. So that's the two requests. We need we need some names and we need images. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get the all right, Song of Ice and Fire, you know, nation out there or whatever. You know, let's let's get on it. How um, do you do you guys ever say Asof? Asof for a Song of Ice and Fire? Oh, I guess I don't know. That, In my I haven't head, said every that. time I Asof. <laughs> That's how I pronounce it every time I think about the site. It sounds like a uh, like some sort of like uh, paintball marker or like you know airsoft gun. <laughs> Got my ace off. <laughs> or I, I yesterday I worked my ace off, but I don't know if I. <laughs> that was like one of the first decisions we made. Is like, what do we call this thing? Because I think we almost bought SIF Builder. Yeah, then, Frank wasn't very happy with the acronym. <laughs> yeah, the no, and then Mark's like, no, it's ASOIF. <laughs> okay, fine. It's so long though, and then if you add like we're if we do like you know a Song of Ice and Fire the miniatures game TMG, and then yeah. it's like on the table gaming OTTG, and they just have some like monstrosity yeah. thing out there. It's like, when oh. we made our site, the a- a Song of Ice and Fire CC.com site already existed, uh, the like competitive community or whatever site. Um, so we just I think I mostly was like, well, if they're doing it this, way, they'll do it this way too. Yeah, I mean that's become kind of the norm. I see some people refer to it as like the song community. Oh, interesting. Um, and I think that maybe sounds better, but you, if yeah. you Google song, you get all sorts of random returns. And I was pretty close to calling it like brandthebuilder.com. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Whenever you search a song, Ice and Fire Builder, it also yeah. comes with a lot of brand stuff. It took us like a couple weeks to get to the top of those results. We're getting like Game of Thrones card game builder deck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. It's not the only Game of Thrones style game that has a builder for it. Hmm. Yeah, they had to call it a Song of Ice and Fire because FFG has the Game of Thrones license and then this is the literary. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Hard game, they have a board game. That's interesting. I hadn't thought of that, yeah. So that would have been the the go-to. Game of Thrones is like, you know, that's the since it's the name of the HBO show, a lot more people know it by that, but then this is sort of the... I, uh, yeah, I appreciate seeing the art, though, without the Game of Thrones, um, like, IP involved. Yeah, I think the art for the game has been fantastic. And uh, I was really impressed with some of the, the Night's Watch sculpts that they've shown off in some of the videos, the pre-release videos. Those look like they're really great. So it looks like everything's just going in, in, in a really smooth and, and uh, positive direction. Yeah, and I think some people were um, complaining about the, the veterans and they look kind of relaxed. I think they look awesome. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. The Night's Watch is going to be sick to play as. I, I probably won't get as much time to play them. I'm going to be too busy crushing them with giants. So uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> Monsters. <see>. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I've got them pre-ordered. I'm so ready for it to come out. 
Oh, I'm excited too. Well, all right. You know, you guys have any other topics you guys want to cover? Just want to say thank you again to people. Well, especially this last round of updates. Like uh, we got a few tips and stuff. And like, it's just really like people have more than covered for like hosting costs and stuff. Like it doesn't necessarily co- cover like, you know, time put in, but like the site will continue running for a while. No worries. And, uh, you know, if they want to reach out to you guys, what's what's the best way for the community to, to make contact with you? To either show their support and thanks or to get you images or information about tournament results and, and things like that? Uh, there's, there's actually an email address called uh, songiceandfirebuilder at gmail.com. Using the acronym, of course. You can see it in the about section of the website. Um, yeah, and my Twitter's on there too, so you can reach me if you want. <laughs> and we're on the Facebook group all the time, and we're both in Discord, I think. Yeah, I totally scour the Facebook group for you know people sharing lists and stuff, and then like put the thumbs up emoji. Hey, thanks for using the thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so and if you're listening at home, then uh, you know make sure you get on there, make some lists, and we hope you get your miniatures on the table. 